Welcome everyone to episode 297 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. 297, right? That sounds accurate to me, Dan. Okay. Uh, today's topic is going to be our full episode on Mass Effect Andromeda. Me and Corey, well, I know I played significantly more. I hope Corey played significantly more too. Uh, last week was just our kind of first impressions. Uh, the the parts of the game that people had played in early access uh, through Origin or EA Access uh, or the... Uh, embargo released first few hours that that journalists and stuff were allowed to talk about so that was kind of our our coverage last week and um we'll, we'll get a little more into it we won't do anything like spoilery but we will need to talk about the story a little bit i think yeah uh, in order to give you an accurate accurate picture on what's going on so does anyone have anything they want to tease for later on in the episode i didn't play a single thing this week nothing at all huh no not even zelda even hmm disappointed in myself i played quite a bit more zelda too so i can talk about that oh yeah awesome. uh me as well i i played a lot of zelda and also the lady and i started playing until dawn mm-hmm. so we'll get into that a little bit later very nice uh also we're trying a re- new recording setup uh, i know the last few weeks have not been good audio quality wise so uh we're trying something new we're still trying to work the goddamn kinks out of it it's kind of obnoxious, but yeah, only six years after we started. <laughs> well, I was telling uh, I was telling you guys uh, the laptops that I used to use to record for many years are almost not functional anymore, so I can't really use that. So I'm I'm adjusting to a new setup. Also, the basement is different down here. I used to have curtains that would wrap around the room to kind of mute the sound. Uh, now it's just the concrete walls, which echo a little bit. So. So it's gonna it's gonna take some tinkering still, but I, th- I think we'll get there. I'm proud of you, Dan. For what? Just you know, just just trailing forward. That's I don't know all. how I don't know how you get out of bed in the morning. <laughs> You're brave just just to be you, just to get out of bed in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's what I was going for. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, Mass Effect Andromeda. Um, now, last week, we kind of had given it favorable uh, and and mostly positive uh, initial impressions, uh, contrasting to a lot of what you were hearing from from a lot of people. Uh, I mean, Corey, do you kind of feel the same way about Mass Effect Andromeda? You still oh, have yeah. a pos- positive outlook of it? Oh, very positive. Okay. Uh, actually, st- I mean, honestly, no, like, super hard negatives that I would even considering listing to be like, oh, this is this is the reason why this game isn't as good as it should be. Yeah, I honestly, totally I don't, I don't have that opinion of it at all. Yeah. Uh, I'm very impressed. I did, I played through the initial, like the very first colony area, which is Eos. Mm-hmm. Um, played through that whole thing and did uh, a lot of extra things in that area, and then went back to the Nexus mm-hmm. um, and did all the quests on there. And I'm now on my way to the second star system, which I have not done yet. 
I didn't play as much as I would have liked to, but I did really play probably another 10 hours, I would I would think, mm-hmm. somewhere in there. Um, there's just that much to do on the first, in the in the first planet. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and going back to the Nexus, like, there's enough to do that it doesn't... Uh, it's, I mean, it's that, I mean, that's a very Mass Effect thing, too, is, is like, you can go as deep into things as you want, as far in advance as you want, mm-hmm. um, without, you know, I don't know. It just feels like a very Mass Effect thing. Yeah. Help me out. Um, no, you're, you're, you're right. I played probably another 20 to 25 hours in addition to what I played last week, which, uh, I got through what you talked about, Corey, all of, all of the EO stuff. Uh, I got to the next planet, which you kind of have a choice after after you do EOS. It, it opens up a little bit more than even it opened up before. Uh, I met the 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 alien race that you probably anyone listening probably had seen in the trailers and stuff. The Angara. Uh, I met them and and had you some interactions the with them. No, not the cat. What? I know. You're not very far, Corey. <laughs> I feel like I've been playing for like 20 hours. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, like you said, there's a lot to do. Yeah, there really is. Um, and, you know, one of the biggest complaints about the game is, like, the writing. A lot of people complained about the side mission stuff. But honestly, like, I, I don't have any issues with any of that. It's, it's. I think people, it, it, it's the normal, like, problems that some people have with open world games is that type of mission structure, you know, like, uh, to go here and do this and, and scan this and do that. And like, I, I never had an issue with any of that stuff. I, I like that stuff. So that was never an issue for me. Whereas Mass Effect 1 through 3 are more linear and focused on what you're doing. Yeah, the Mass Effect 1 had the exploration with the Mako, but that was honestly the worst part of the game probably uh, because the Mako handled like crap. It blew up way too easily. Um, the yeah. saving, the, it never auto-saved ever, it felt like. so. And that's... Um, like with me, I, I actually texted texted you guys uh, in playing like one of the biggest RPGs of this year and comparing it to one of the biggest RPGs of last year or two years ago, Fallout Four. I'm mm-hmm. like, it's unbelievable to me that Fallout Four has a, a at least ten point higher score, like Metacritic, Open Critic score than Mass Effect Andromeda. Mm-hmm. It just made no sense to me. Yeah. I don't yeah. I don't know where that comes from. And I like I was paying attention to some of the criticisms that you guys listed to me because you guys said, well, people didn't like it because of the writing and stuff like that. And I don't think it's the writing. I, I honestly like I like the writing a lot. And mm-hmm. I think one of the the uh, points of contention is the dialogue. Yeah. And I think the issue is not the writing of the dialogue because I actually prefer the dialogue in this game as opposed to the, the Mass Effect trilogy. Yeah, it feels definitely. More, it feels more real to me. It feels more genuine, like yeah. like people conversing with people. Yeah. Um, but I think the voice acting doesn't quite uh, live up to the writing of the interaction okay. between the characters. So so I think the writing is very good because it, it, like the characters, when they're interacting with each other through, through dialogue, is very real. Um, and that's like how you would talk to people. But if the voice acting doesn't live up to it, it feels kind of artificial. And I think that's the issue. Gotcha. And then that's not to say the voice acting is bad, in my opinion, because I think it's fine. Um, it's just I think this is my very broad stroke impression of the whole thing. I think the voice acting doesn't quite live up to the writing. And I think that's why people are like, oh, the writing's not as good. Gotcha. And that, 
that's just not the case with me. Like it just sounds like people talking to people and I like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. uh, I think a little bit too is uh, some of that is, is by choice because a a lot of the the conversations you have, you have multiple options on how you want to reply. And there's one like that's like sarcastic and jokey. There's one that's serious. There's one that's more scientific. And then there's one that's more like heartfelt. Yeah. Uh, So, so I think a lot of that depends on what you pick in to, to reply to other characters that you're talking to. And that's a new no. thing for 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 Mass Effect is the yeah. uh, they introduce it to you very early on is the like what's the way to phrase it Dan they give you like a a number of five different phraseologies and throughout the whole game you're seeing the icon for the yeah. type of phrasing you want like yeah. emotional intelligent uh, I forget what the other ones are but yeah like you see those icons and you're you know you're making like the emotional choice or the intelligent choice or the whatever choice. Uh, which I think is kind of nice because you you are sort of building your choices in your character based on on those types of choices. Yeah. Um, phraseology of your choices. You also kind of know what you're you, there was multiple times in the first uh, trilogy in the Mass Effect game where I would pick something thinking like what they were going to say was one way. And then what he actually said was completely not how I wanted it to be said. So yeah. I kind of like that you have the choice of like. You know, like it breaks down like what, like the emotional choice or like the heartfelt. Like, I like that because now you kind of know what he's going to say. Yeah. And it still gives you like the paraphrase, like three or four word version of what you're about to say. Mm -hmm. Um, But when it's coupled with that, like tag, that visual tag of like the type of answer you're going to give, you pretty much know exactly what you're going to say. And you're right. Well, that's that's a big difference for me. I think that's a huge deal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, we should address the other like major complaint, which is the facial animations, particularly on the humans and Asari characters. Uh, I, I, we talked about this a little bit last week. It doesn't really bother me. I've only noticed like maybe once or twice where there's a weird. It, it's not great, you know. It's not the best facial animations I've ever seen, but I, I, I think it's enough. It's serviceable. Um, there was only one or two times where my character made a really stupid face, uh, and then there's the character Addison. Um, the the colony's coordinator or whatever. Yeah. Uh, she looks in, like an insane person, but it's her. It's the eyes. It's not even the face. Her eyes. It looks like she's been drinking way too much coffee. And she For makes her. the. Well, she makes <laughs> she makes the point. Um, before like I'm sorry I look like this, but my face is tired. You know, there's <laughs> that's kind of turned into a meme, I guess, from from Mass Effect Andromeda. But yeah, her her face looks a little bit weird. But other than that, like I don't know, it's it's fine. And and to, to pony to pony off that Dan, it the the facial animations have still never caught me up throughout the entirety of of my almost twenty hours I would think at this point of playing the game. Like the facial animations, I'm only paying attention to them because so many people have complained about them. Yeah. Nothing jumps out at me to say like, oh, that's really bad. That's awful. I don't I don't get it. I really yeah. don't like that being a valid criticism of the game. It just does not hold water for me. Yeah. I mean, aren't all the facial animations and character models and like Skyrim and stuff like that awful? But like that never seems to be complained about. I mean, Skyrim also came out five years ago. Yeah, right? but still. Yeah, but still. Yeah. No, and that's the thing. Like, like at what point? Do, I mean, this is something we talk about a lot, but it's like that separation point between you know realism and and understanding that you're playing a video game, and where does that disconnect actually happen? And for me personally, in playing this game, the facial animations never introduced that disconnect to me. Like, yeah. th- at no point was there a facial animation that I was like, "Whoa!" 
you know, you took me out of the game. It just didn't happen. And yeah. I'm, like I said, I'm only paying attention to them because the criticisms of them were so strong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I totally agree. Yeah. Um, well, how do you feel about the Nomad? I have no issue with it. I think it's great. Yeah. yeah. Same here. It's, 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 it's a very improved upon Mako, I guess. Yes. Yeah. Um, it, it, it runs well. It controls well. Even like I'm playing on with a mouse and keyboard, uh, okay. which is notoriously bad for driving, but it works well enough. Like it kind of feels like you're driving a tank, but you're driving a tank, you know? Right. Uh, essentially it's a six wheel, six wheel tank. Uh, I like how it has a fast mode and then like a climb mode that I just yep. click on the, the right mouse button to switch. Uh, I think that's cool. It's upgradable. It's customizable with with the the look on the outside too, which is which is cool. Um, my main complaint about the game, and really my only complaint that I can think of, is the the menus. Not not great, not great there. Um, um, specifically, the mission, like finding finding the mission stuff, like the way it's the way it's broken down is it's there's five like four or five different six different categories where your missions are in. Um, there's like the you know your main story missions. There's your Helios Helios missions, which is the sort of the cluster that you're in in, in Andromeda. There's uh, relationships uh, thing, and then there's like like side side quests, and it's never really that clear like where those go inside which folder. Like there's no notification, so like when you're looking for something specific, like oh I know this is kind of nearby, I'm gonna look for for this mission like you have to poke through all the folders and then back out and it's 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 a little bit cluttered for that uh, but i also feel like i have an easier time uh scrolling through the the items and stuff with the mouse and keyboard because you scroll with the mouse like you would uh like a web page or something so i think that part's probably better on the pc whereas um you know going into the mission thing is probably better with a, a controller i would yeah. think fair enough um the yeah the only in playing the game, like the only, in terms of that, the only thing that caught me up is uh, when I initially went to look at my my journal, which is what holds all your quests. Mm-hmm. I couldn't figure out how to to back out of the yeah. main quest and find the rest of them. Um, and it wasn't until I like accidentally pressed the pressed the circle button when I was on the journal page that I realized you could back out to the rest of them. It, it sounds stupid when I'm explaining it. But in playing it, like that was a major issue for me. I didn't yeah. understand the fact that you could the default choice for a menu option had sub options behind it if you just press the circle button. It's kind of a weird disconnect. I don't know. That was the one thing that caught me up. I figured it out pretty quickly, and once I figured it out, it was fine. But uh, that's that's the only input I have on on that criticism. Yeah, yeah, that's the only one. Like you like you were talking about, Corey. That's the only one for me that that I, I get. Uh, but it's it's kind of minor, you know, like I, I don't minor. I don't spend a ton of time farting around in the menus. Um, so it's very, very minor. I actually uh, went from level one to or I'm sorry, level three to level 10 without putting any points into any of my abilities. Oh, really? For my character. Yeah. Wow. Well, part of it, part of the reason I did that was. Uh, I was kind of like a feeling out process like okay what do I need here and here and how do I how's battle gonna commence and like what what are the strengths and weaknesses of the party that I have so I wasn't I wasn't pressuring myself to put points into any abilities until I kind of figured all that out yeah um, but I mean all those 
gaining those levels was all relatively easy because I was on the the starting planet, which is EOS. Um, yeah. Yeah. How do you, how do you feel about the combat? Um, I know some people don't like it, but I actually really, really enjoy it. What's not to like about it? I mean, I don't know. It's, it's, it's pretty fun. Like it's a little bit harder, I think than the other mass effect games, but I finally figured out what, which button I used to dodge. Uh-huh. And it's made things so much easier on me because I probably made it through 30 hours of the game without knowing how to dodge. And okay. I just figured it out, luckily, because I've had some pretty tough battles in the past few hours that I've played. So uh, the dodge has been really helpful. And, and like my character, I don't know if it's a uh, an option that I chose, but my character kind of cloaks when I dodge so I can escape danger even a little bit better than than just straight up dodging. Which yeah. I like. Wait, so what, what do you use for dodge? Maybe I'm missing that portion of mass it's it's the middle mouse button you push it down yeah i don't i don't know how that translates to uh ps4 controller um but no i i love i absolutely love the combat and it feels just like mass effect where we left off but improved honestly yeah I, i there is no issue um for me playing it the one thing i noticed and I don't remember if the old Mass Effects were like this, and I think it's inten- it's definitely intentional, but when you press an input, uh, like a uh, right thumbstick or anything, there's a delay before it actually does it. And I think that's because they don't want Mass Effect to be like a super twitchy shooter, which I'm okay with. Uh, it works really well, in my opinion. But have you noticed, did that stand out to you at all, Dan? Uh, no, I I don't think that's happened to me. Okay, I, me. honestly, it might, I, it might be different because I'm playing on a PC. It, it might yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah, because you got a mouse that the delay yeah. wouldn't work, I guess. Right. But I honestly, I think that's like a Mass Effect thing. Um, I vaguely remember that being the case in the older versions of uh, the Mass Effect trilogy on console. So yeah. I'm okay with it. I, I I really do like it, but it did sort of stand out to me in in playing Mass Effect. What kind of character are you going for? So my guy is uh, all tech at this point. I fully upgraded the uh, the turret mm-hmm. feature. I, okay, it's just it's almost like having another party on the field yeah. for you, which is is super handy. Um, and I upgraded the overload ability and the like grenade. I forget what it's called. Uh, yeah. ability in in the tech field. Um, like I said, I'm level ten, so put all those points into that field and I'm going to start expanding out a little bit. My, my main goal was to be like somebody behind the scenes with a sniper rifle, mm-hmm. you know, designating everybody and then making my party be the like front lines, uh, boosting their defense and stuff like that. So they could do the, the, the stuff up front. Yeah. I'm also, uh, I'm splitting kind of tech and battle. Uh, I fully upgraded the overload. My grenades pretty well upgraded. Uh, but instead of the turret, I got the barrier. Uh-huh. Because like, like you, I like to hang back and snipe. Uh, I also got my two favorite weapons that I've used from, I think it's the first Mass Effect 2, all the way, Mass Effect 2, Mass Effect 3, and then now, obviously, Mass Effect Andromeda. It's the uh, the um, Scorpion sniper rifle, the semi-automatic yeah. short-range short or mid-range sniper rifle, and then the Raptor pistol, which is the one that shoots the exploding bolts, uh-huh. which I also so love. Is the uh, is weight a new consideration in in this no no that was in mass effect 3 and it it it, like it doesn't slow you down or anything but it makes it so your abilities recharge more slowly okay that's that's the same uh, as mass effect 3 i'm pretty sure 
I stumbled on some technology or, or something. Had the ability to uh, put like a grenade launcher on on uh, with the R and D at the research station uh, R and D for one of the assault rifles. So I put it on there, and when I equipped that rifle, like my uh, had like a forty percent weight penalty or something like that, which yeah. I think you said is for for uh, reloading. Yeah, yeah, which isn't terrible, I guess, but. <laughs> I never actually tried the gun. I just equipped it and it, it gave me like a 40% weight penalty. Yeah. And like higher up in the, in the tech tree, like you get like minus 25% to rifle weight or something like that. Cause I want to have a powerful sniper rifle too, for, for the headshots for long range. Uh, so yeah. I eventually want to have my two sniper rifles and then my, my pistol that I, that I like. So, so are you playing on normal difficulty? Yeah, just, just straight normal difficulty. Yeah, me too. But I, I haven't, confronted any sort of like difficult fight yeah um i guess the only times i've died is when my uh life support has run out and just, okay that just comes from me being stupid while i explore and i know yeah. i'm gonna die but yep. it's just like well i want to get this sam memory <laughs> or something that's way out there with radiation level three kind of thing yeah. you know i've died a couple times in combat but it's because i sometimes i charge in even with my because you know I'll, I'll expend all my all my sniper rifle bullets and then i'll charge in with my raptor pistol yeah and i'm kind of i'm kind of squishy so uh, i don't i don't last all that long but now like i said i figured out the dodge it's been it's been a little bit easier for me to charge in uh guns blazing after after the uh the rifle sniper rifle's gone so do i have a dodge button on the controller i'm sure you do I don't know what it would be, but I'm sure you do. Just look up the controller map and the circle. It's like the boost in any single direction. You mean the the jump jet? That's the for on PlayStation X is the jump jet, and then there's circle, which is like a boost in any other direction. Oh, maybe that's probably your that's probably your dodge. That makes sense. Yeah. So, uh, Um, go ahead. I was just going to say, I remember last week, one of my big criticisms of Mass Effect Andromeda, it wasn't even really a criticism, is I kept saying I wanted to see more weird. Like, we're in a total other galaxy. Like, I want to see more weird things. Uh, and I think in playing the additional 10 hours or so, definitely seen weird. So yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm satisfied. Yeah. Some of the vault stuff, the remnant vault stuff is just, it's crazy. And it's cool. Yeah. Uh, it's like, that's exactly what I was looking for. So. Absolutely. Uh, I see that. Another complaint that some people had is they don't like the companions. Now, I should I should say I think a lot of this is a holdover from the main trilogy. Because yeah. you're you're I think I think a lot of people, you know, for for the, like Garrus is a lot of people's like favorite character any and and anything. Um and I, I feel like Mass Effect Andromeda just isn't able to fill the shoes, you know, of of the the original at least for some people, isn't isn't gonna make you make make those people happy, you know the the. Well, like they're doing a new trilogy. Like I don't. Yeah. They have to establish these characters before. No, you I know. Really accurately, you know. No, I know, but 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 I feel like that's leaking into people's feelings about Mass Effect Andromeda. Oh, I it's, think all I think the original trilogy in general is leaking into people's thoughts of the new Mass Effect. Yeah. yeah. Even uh, even like like paid reviewers and and stuff i think i think that's i think that, that's that's a huge factor in the negative review scores at least at least from what i've played so far yeah i don't know i don't see it 
so so yeah, another another complaint that a lot of people had is is they don't like the companions. I mean, how do you, how do you feel about the new companions? I think they're great. I, I I mentioned last week that I didn't care for Liam too much. Liam. Yeah. But I mean, whatever. Like, you're not gonna like every well. I was just that they're right in. I was just gonna say that. Like, you're just you're not gonna like everyone in in real life. It's just you shouldn't be expected to either. There, there's what twelve characters on the on the Tempest. Yeah. Uh, you're you're probably not gonna like one or two of them. You know, you just right. don't bring them with you. It's surprisingly like a character like Cora, who's like the tough ass uh, by the book uh, lady. She was actually next in line to be Pathfinder. Um, turns out, like, I really like her. I think she's a great character. I think she's really well written. And those interactions you have with her based on that, I'm going to avoid spoilers, but like it's it's deep. You know, it's not you're not just having surface conversations like flirting and that's the end of your discussion it's like she has concerns and you're trying to deal with those concerns and help her figure them out and in turn like finding your own place on the team it's just i think it's really really well done i don't know what all the complaints are about yeah yeah i agree who's your favorite um i like suvi yep suvi with the irish accent yep she's but she's been my uh the apple of my eye too yeah, because so. she she uh, my first conversation with her was about her like her faith, which I thought was really interesting because she's like, oh, I always have to defend my belief in faith to everybody else. You know, people don't get it. And I was like, yeah, you know, like there's probably a greater power out there somewhere. <laughs> you know, who are we to, to say whether there is or isn't? Yeah. Um, so I, I I had that sort of uh, relationship with her. I also I really like uh, director Tan. Yeah. The the sort of head of the initiative, I guess, at yep. this point, um, for me anyway. Yep. Uh, it's it's one of those things. It's like, okay, well, you're you might not be be the best person, but if we align on our vision for the Andromeda Initiative, I feel like we will be a lot more effective than yeah. you know if we disagreed on things. Yeah. He he's kind of a sympathetic character too because he was like seventh in line to be head of the initiative. But right uh, when they when they came crashing into the Andromeda Galaxy, a bunch of the leadership got wiped out. So he kind of got thrust. He's an accountant. He kind of yeah. got thrust into a leadership position, uh-huh. uh, and he's kind of just doing doing the best that he can, you know, from his his perspective. And I I, I think that's really interesting. He's yeah. he's not he's not exactly a uh, charismatic character. No. Um, <clears throat> which is really interesting for me. But he's like your biggest fan, really. Yeah, yeah. He well, he wants you to succeed because it t- it takes some heat off of him. Exactly, which makes total sense. And it's such a like awesome professional relationship that it, it's fun to explore in a video game. It's like, oh, yeah. I I scratch your back, you scratch mine, everybody's happy. So let's just keep yep. this going. Yeah. At least that's how I treat it. I mean, you have options to treat it differently, but sure. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of kind of going the same route. So, uh, but so, yeah, like. I'll, I'll go ahead will i was gonna say so you guys overall like the main story because i know a lot of people yeah. did not yeah i have no problem with it i don't know what's not to like <laughs> at this point like i'm i'm still i know i'm still early on and i've only done the first planet but like i said i've probably played almost you know 15 to 20 hours somewhere in there i don't i don't see what's not to like i really don't it's i mean it's a developing story too it's not I, I, I hate how people expect like major events to happen right away. Like you got to get 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 in there and get your like 
I don't know. You got to learn things before before the 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 ultimate conflict sets in. Like well, for me, for me, where I am in the story, the the conflict, at least for the first game, is is starting to set itself up a little yeah. bit, and it's it's really interesting to me. Um, so, uh, yeah, I don't. Uh, and that's like I I wonder um, what it was like to play the first Mass Effect for the first time, and how that like main story compares to this game. And I feel like they really couldn't compare. I feel, I just I don't know. Like my vague memory of playing through the first game was like, oh, this is cool space game. But this game, I feel like introduces so much more nuance into the, the main story than that one did, um, mm-hmm. because they do have three games of experience under their belt, minus a few, you know, important personnel that helped craft those first three games. Um, but I I just I, I think the reviews that we're seeing are holding Mass Effect Andromeda up to a way higher standard than most games are held uh, yeah. in this day and age. Mm-hmm. Which is fine. You know, it comes from a great developer with a great pe- pedigree. Um, but I also think, you know, people need to understand, like, and 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 compare this game to some of the games that are coming out today and, and have a little bit more uh, leeway how they're grading it. You know, do you, do you get that impression that, like, this game is being held up to a much higher standard than. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's what I was trying to get at earlier. Like because of the original trilogy and how well loved it is. I think that's where a lot of the, a lot of the problems with quote unquote problems with mass effect Andromeda are coming from, you know, anything that I read, uh, at least as far as people's complaints are either overly nitpicky, I think, or, yeah, uh, an opinion like if you don't like the writing in the game you just don't like the writing in the game you know that's right that's just you know your 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 take on it. I, like you i don't think it's bad it's not uh, bad. I, I can see how there's some some people might not like it but um one of the not quite complaints but uh things i heard is, is someone thought the game was a little bit too optimistic for them they wanted like a grittier mass effect but I don't know. That's tough shit. <laughs> that that's that's just like your opinion, man. Wait for a dra- Andromeda <laughs> two, and then you can come. Then you can. Well, yeah. Like I said, I mean, the the the, the trilogy is just kind of setting up at this point. You know, it's 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 going to get there. And like I said, I I'm at a point now where this the story is really starting to to take take shape, and it's really interesting. Yeah. So, so have they said this is a this is a trilogy? I don't think so, but I, I think everyone's assuming it's going to be a trilogy. I hope so. Yeah. No, me so too. Fun. <laughs> I love it. I really like this game a lot. I do. Yeah. It's great. It's uh, and, and I've, I've said it over and over again. I, they could have put out shit and I would, I still would have liked it just cause I love this, uh, concept for a video game. Yeah. But, uh, I, I really genuinely do think it's, it's very well done, very well crafted. Um, and I do not have any major issues with it at all. Yeah, but but I mean, bugs were another complaint. I don't think I've come across a single bug in my thirty some hour thirty some odd hours. I mean, obviously they're there. Um, I, I, they're there, but I haven't I haven't had one. It's I ran came across. Great. Go ahead. One slight bug. Um, it was a, a quest, a small like side quest where I had to find like hops on the actual hops for brewing beer on the yeah. uh, the Nexus space station. Uh, and deliver them. And then once I delivered them, I had like a uh, uh, 50 XP ticker on the left of my screen until I restarted. It just stuck there, but that's mm-hmm. so minor. Like it didn't, it didn't bother me at all. Yeah. 
Yeah, I haven't had any bugs. Uh, looks great on my computer. Uh, I'm playing on a ultra wide resolution uh, on my GTX 970. It, it, the environments are gorgeous. Yeah, uh, they, it's it's stunning looking. I'm I'm shocked at how good. My wife was actually looking over my shoulder when I was driving around the Nomad. She's like, I can't believe how good that looks. And I'm like, yeah, it's it's really, really impressive looking game. Yep. It's on the Frostbite 3 engine, uh, which is a uh, it did. They did uh, Battlefront, the new Battlefront on uh, Frostbite engine. It's pretty popular and, and runs really well. So it, the game looks fantastic. What's the snow planet called, Dan? Angara. Okay. No, have you have no, you been Ang- there, Dan? Angara's the race. It's um, uh, Holvari, Hol- 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 something like. It starts with an H. Yeah, I'm almost. I'm pretty much done with uh, the second planet. What? Shut yeah. the front door. I told what's you. Your, put... What's your viability on uh, EOS? Eighty-two or something. Okay. So, so on, the there. on the second planet, it's a hundred. So. I finished off that one. I'll be moving on to the next one, but I'm doing. I'm, I went back to EOS to do some of the side missions because after uh-huh. I finished it, they're like, "Oh yeah, the the radiation levels on EOS have gone down, so I can hopefully get to some areas that I wasn't able to get to before." Yeah, instead of trying to race out time and trying, to, yeah, <laughs> which I've done a couple times. Tried to I do did, a couple times. I did that a little bit, and I was like, "I'm not getting anywhere. I'm just gonna. I'll move on yeah. and come back later." Well, that's one of the things I really adored about the Mass Effect games is that, you know, nothing is. I'm I'm speaking in in broad strokes here, but nothing is really partitioned off in the game. Um, But if you wait a little bit, things become easier. Yeah, definitely. Something I really appreciate about about these kind of games. Yeah. So ultimately, very positive, very positive vibes coming from us on on Mass Effect Andromeda. How dare you guys? I know. Very disappointed in in, in <laughs> the open critic metacritic reviews for Mass Effect Andromeda. I don't I yeah. really don't get it. Some of the game journalists that I that I follow like personally uh as people uh say that the more you play it the the better it gets and the more they like it. So that that seems to be the general consensus. A little bit of a rough start um but you know, Mass Effect fans should should have enough there to to get you through. Maybe if the, if you don't like the the starter area, to get you through that and and onto the more open open stuff and into the main story. I but, would honestly be shocked if if somebody who enjoyed the Mass Effect trilogy or any of the Mass Effect games did not enjoy Andromeda. I would be shocked. Yeah, but guys, it's the hive mind to hate this game. Yeah, I know that's how it seems. <laughs> yeah, how dare we go against the the hive mind of of gaming? This is why I don't read anybody's opinion on games anymore. Yeah, I'm I'm losing faith very quickly. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Okay, any other thoughts on Mass Effect Andromeda? Not at this point. I mean, I'll keep playing it. Uh, I love it. I absolutely love it. And I'll uh, it's it sucks because this is one of those rare games where I feel like I have to do everything before I beat it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't feel that way for Zelda. Uh, I don't. I don't feel that way for a lot of games, but some games like this one, I feel like I need to do everything before I I beat it. Okay, so you're not going to do the old Skyrim trick and try to race through the main story and absolutely not because That's... I think part of the way they set up the game is that they, at least 
from my experience in playing the original trilogy is like when you play through it, the more you do, the more you accomplish, the more you achieve for characters and, and, and the universe, uh, the more you're rewarded in the end. So I'd hate to like rush through it just to see an ending if it's not the ending I wanted, you know? Yeah. That's, that's like mass effect two and mass effect three. Like, yeah, you could blitz through it, but you're going to miss out on a lot of the good stuff. And, and in mass effects two's case, get your kick, get your characters killed. Yeah. Mass effect three, you're, you're not going to be victorious against the, the Reaper invasion. So, right. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. I hear you. Okay. Nibble bits. Can I take a quick pee? You guys can get started. I'll take a quick pee. Well, the only problem is I don't have any nibble bits, so I was going to look it up while you <laughs> while you got yours. Will, do you have any nibble bits? Uh, well, Titanfall 2's multiplayer is free for the weekend. Oh, we should talk about... We, we can talk about Titanfall 2 briefly while Corey goes. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, so Titanfall 2 was kind of pseudo-announced. There was a leaked poster that leaked someplace on the internet. It was sometime sometime last week, I think. Um, but it's to, was it today confirmed or yesterday confirmed? Titanfall? Uh, oh, Titanfall. I'm sorry. I was thinking about Destiny. Never mind. <laughs> did somebody well, have talk, that nibble? Did somebody go, have go that nibble bit? Yeah, I think Corey did, right? Oh, uh, boy. He took his only nibble bit. Honestly, I don't even know what our nibble bits are. Oh, yeah. I haven't had a second to tweet out anything. Uh, <laughs> so I'm literally reading from Destructor okay. right now. Yeah, go um, ahead. Let's see. Uh, yeah, no, Titanfall 2's uh, multiplayer is going to be free to play. Titanfall 2 is a real good game. It's a very solid shooter. And, and if you have like a free free time this weekend, definitely give it a shot. It's going to be on uh, PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and it'll go through Monday, April 3rd. So definitely jump on that. Um, I plan on playing the campaign for Titanfall 2 when it comes to Origin Access. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's when I'll get my shot at it. Yeah, it's pre- it's pretty good. I, w- I fell in between. I didn't think it was as incredible as everybody else made it out to be, but I could definitely see why people made it out to be incredible. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's really it for me. Okay. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about Destiny 2 then since I started doing that and, and confusing Will's Titanfall 2. Um, Destiny 2 was announced. I guess, for lack of a better word, today coming to PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Um, they had some teasers, a trailer, yada, yada, yada. Uh, coming, was it September 8th was the day, I believe it comes out? Yes, I think so. Uh, which is two days before my birthday. Woo! So, Congrats, birthday boy. I guess. Somebody has themselves uh, a new PC game. So, well, yeah, I'll definitely be playing it since it's on PC. Now, I want to ask you guys' opinion on the trailer. I didn't watch it yet. I haven't had the opportunity. I thought they tried way too hard to be too funny. Okay. Did you watch it? it? I guess that that character is supposed to be entertaining. Character that they focus on. Cade? Is that it? I'm not sure. None of us us are really Destiny players. We We should get that out of the way. Yeah, um... I mean, Eric and I played it the most, but even then, like, we barely, we played vanilla. I'm pretty, I think all of us played the vanilla Destiny, yeah. and then Eric and I played a little bit of the, of the expansions. But, I don't know, like, I watched it, I didn't know that that character was supposed to be funny, and I was just like, oh god, please, I really hope they don't turn the shooter into, like, a silly, like, joking. Like, like, Borderlands. 
Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't know. That'd be a complete 180 from what they were trying to do in the first one. Yeah. But I mean, whatever. If it's good, it's good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking forward to it. Me too. Despite my dislike for the first vanilla destiny, I should say. Well, the game just got better and better. Yeah, that's as what it got as more updates happened and everything. Yeah, that's what I heard. All right, Corey, what do you got? Um, I don't remember what I tweeted this week versus last week and what I talked about last week. I, I don't know, but apparently Blizzard unveiled StarCraft Remastered, which is uh mm-hmm. the original StarCraft game remastered for uh uh modern devices. Which is kind of cool. Um, I'm just reading the article here because I'm I'm woefully underprepared, which I texted you guys about. But uh, the modern day reskinning of the highly influential RTS, uh, StarCraft. So that's cool. Um, Will, I think you would be the closest to being interested in that. <laughs> uh, see, I've played it a lot and when i saw the words remastered i was like oh cool like they're redoing it and then when i saw it it was just kind of like up yeah so like i kind of would just be more interested in playing starcraft 2 anyway okay um but like yeah no it's cool i think they need to update their older games onto the new um operating systems because trying to get like diablo 2 to work on yeah you should be able to play Diablo 1 and Diablo 2 without any issues. But boy, does it take... I spend hours... Whenever I want to play Diablo 2, it takes me at least four or five hours to figure out like everything that you need to do to fix it. So it runs okay. on Windows 10. Well, that's just... They, I mean, they would make so much money if they put Diablo 2 on... It's not Battle.net anymore. It's just Blizzard. Blizzard, yeah. Blizzard Launcher or something. Yeah, like if they had the tab for their old games on there, like uh, Warcraft 3 and stuff, like that would just makes so much sense for them because i would i would buy all of them yeah i would i would play diablo 2 again and and the old warcraft games i really Mm -hmm. liked to be honest the one that they're doing is the one that i care the least about unfortunately Um, I, I, i only played very little starcraft back in the day and it never like hooked me like it did everybody else i don't know why yeah I feel like I think it was because I'd rather play like Age of Empires and stuff like that. Well, I was gonna say that that's what we played, you know, when we were younger is, yeah. is Age of Empires. <clears throat> so, but yeah, no, it's cool if they are doing this though. Uh, for like I said, I think there's a lot of benefit for everybody if they end up doing that for all their games. Okay. Yeah, um, I was just thinking about the Age of Empires 2 HD edition of the game. And seeing that like old graphical thing in in HD with the the widescreen uh, is brilliant, and I don't know if that's what they're doing. I, I I'm trying to read through this article. It says it will still run in 2D using the original game engine as its foundation. The field of view will remain the same. Doesn't sound that's not appealing to me. Yeah, I hope they're not just stretching it to fit into widescreen monitors or ultra widescreen monitors. That would be depressing. Yeah. That defeats I, the purpose. Well, okay, there's a video of them, I think, showing off what it'll be like. Uh, if you watch the, the trailer. And like I said, it didn't look like they did a whole lot other than, I don't know, scaling it a little bit. 
But I could be wrong. I have no idea on the development of that stuff. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> excuse me. Whatever. Uh, I think that's that's maybe. Did I talk about the uh, Joy-Con switch last week? The Joy-Con fix. The yeah, we talked about that with the foam piece. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think that I guess that's all I have. Then is that one tweet about the uh, Starcraft remastered? Um, I've been slacking. I I fully admit I've been slacking the last like handful of weeks. Uh, I totally plan on getting back in the in the uh, in the saddle here uh, s- sooner rather than later. I mean, I have to take some of the credit for slacking too, but I literally don't have a minute to myself during the day. And then when yeah. the kids go to bed, I play video games. So yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Um, yeah. Go ahead. There's a couple couple nibble bits that uh, I don't, maybe Eric posted. Uh, GameStop to close 225 stores worldwide. Aw. So that's sad. I think that's a hundred. I think it ends up being like 150 alone in the United States. Uh, but I was thinking about it, and we have our area is not huge, and we have three GameStop stores, two in the same mall. Or did they close one of those? Uh, I think they're both still there. That's insane to me. Two in the same small mall, and then one, you know, across the across the river there. So they'll probably close at least one of those, I would think. But who knows? It would make sense to, because, like I said, we don't need that many game stops. Yeah, that one doesn't get that much business, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the rumor is that Call of Duty is returning to World War Two. I forgot to bring... I'm glad you brought that up. That made me so happy when I saw that. Th- those must be Eric's uh, noble bits, I would have oh. to guess, because I didn't tweet them. Those are mine. Oh. <laughs> there you go. Sorry. I don't know oh, how I missed fine. those. <laughs> yeah, those two are mine. I was like, I'm pretty sure I tweeted at least three things. Yes, you did. Yep. Thanks, Dan. Hey, no problem. <laughs> how do you guys feel about it going back? I think uh, I think it's it's needed. Uh, public opinion would indi- seem to indicate that. I think it'll be fun to see what they do with it. You know, it's uh, I've been on kind of a World War Two movie kick lately. Uh, recently rewatched Saving Private Ryan, which is just and really and truly is an unbelievable movie. Yeah, uh, so well done for a lot of different reasons. And I also watched uh, the Battle of Britain. I I think that's the name of it. I can't remember now, but it's a uh, uh, English focused, uh, you know, the the German blitz of uh, of of England. Um, it's about that. And then I also recently watched uh, Bridge on. No, what's the one with uh, John Wayne? Um, two. Uh, Bridge on the River Kwai. Or is it no, Bridge on the River Kwai? I, I know. What oh, you're longest about. day. Longest day. Uh, I recently watched that, too. So I'm like on a, a World War Two kick. So I'm really excited to see what they do with it, because as much as the as much as the Battlefield games have uh, nailed it recently, it'll be nice to see what uh, the the Mac Daddy can do with with World War Two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think it's time to return to it. Yeah. yeah. Which do we know which developers doing it this year? Will you probably you know the rotation, right? Uh, Advanced Warfare came out. That was um, Infinity Ward. So I think it's Sledgehammer. Sledgehammer. Okay. Yeah. All right. That'll about do it for Nibble Bits. Uh, how was everybody's week? 
Corey, what do you got? Uh, good. Still, uh, still trying to, to get my bearings here for the new job. It's it's pretty crazy. Um, I guess I'm like a web developer now, <laughs> which I, I didn't really All expect right. that to be like the focus of what I've been doing. But that that's really the long and the short of it is uh, web development, CSS, uh, PHP a little bit, uh, HTML, like the whole gamut. Um, they just sort of uh, assign me things, and I just like figure it out which is nice you know it's just like well i don't know how to do this but i'm gonna figure it out and then i do it and it's like well i've learned something nice uh, it's kind of exciting um but other than that my i'm turning 30 this weekend 30 years old uh which is crazy a a little bit weird welcome to the club yeah that's yeah but uh i haven't been drinking too much lately in the last month or so so uh yesterday I uh, I went to the bar and, and had more beers than I normally ever would on a weekday. And uh, today I've had about six beers before <laughs> before we recorded just to warm up for the weekend because you can't go in there, you know, slacking because it's me. Uh, we're celebrating this weekend. We, we, we got a house in Woodstock, New York um, with me and a, a bunch of my high school friends who also turned 30 this year. So it's like a joint 30th mm-hmm. birthday party. Um, and I'm trying to like warm up. You know, yeah. practice drinking and get back in the flow of being an alcoholic before I hang out with them so I can, you know, I can hang out. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. So you're not the one going to bed early. Exactly. Yeah. I'm trying to, you know, get back in the in the swing of things. And uh, it's it's been fun. I actually went out. This is something I've never done in my life is uh, went go out with coworkers for a beer after work. We did that today. Which is when I texted you guys saying I'm going to be woefully unprepared because I knew as soon as I had that first beer, like there was no stopping me until bedtime. Um, That's how I I get to. Yeah, it's like there's no stop sign for me at any point. So it's just like, well, first beer's down. Might as well just keep it going and then uh, pay for it tomorrow. But no, it's 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 been it's been really good. I'm I'm really happy with the new position. And uh, thanks to everybody who's who's written us. congratulating me on the new job uh, means a lot it's it's been a long few years um and it's just nice to kind of feel back in control of of my life so uh-huh. yeah that's been that's been it very nice okay will what do you got <clears throat> i honestly got nothing interesting yeah just pounding away at school and work repeatedly yeah. yeah, I'm kind. I'm kind of in the same boat. I, I, I'm sure I had something I could probably share. The only thing I wanted to do was I wanted to give a shout out to Ooh. some listeners, Ryan and Valerie, who were married over the past weekend. So congrats, That's you guys! Right. Congrats. Uh, they were nice enough to invite us to their wedding. Unfortunately, it's really far away, uh, so none of us were able to attend. But we very much appreciate it. Um, so we we wish you guys the best. Definitely. Yeah, and, and definitely congrats to them. They've been listening for almost the entirety Years. of our uh long time our existence. Yeah. So yep. that's really that's really awesome to see that kind of happen. Yep. Uh it means a lot. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, but other than that, like me personally, I I mean I just bottles and diapers and making food all day for kids. That's all I do. So I'm sure I have a a funny anecdote in there, but my brain is too tired to to pick one specific one out. Yeah. I'm starting to learn. I hate being in a routine. Yeah. I could see that. 
which is probably a problem, but <laughs> welcome to adulthood, man. It's just like this is so stupid. This is it? <laughs> you know, it's it's funny though, because like, it, I think it depends on the context of the routine. Because like my routine before I got this job, I had to be at work at seven, so I'd wake up at like six forty-five and like hate my life for those five minutes before I got ready and went to work. Um, but now like I have to be, I don't have to be at work at any specific time cause they do flex shifts. So, uh, you can kind of show up when you want and leave according on when you, sh- according to when you show up. But, uh, <clears throat> the normal office hours are eight 35, uh, but I still get up at six 30 because of the prior job that I had. So I have like two hours before I have to be to work, but it's so nice to like, you know, wake up and kind of take your time and turn on the TV and watch a little news and have a breakfast and take a shower and still like putz around the house for a little bit before you have to go to work. So I think there's something to be said for routines, Will. I don't know. Like I just like I wake up and I'm like, uh, I have to go to class all day. And when that happens is when you need to change something up. So well, now that's when I skip. Mm. I don't think that's, <laughs> that, that's not the answer I was hinting at, but well, <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's one of the options. That's it's the just only to not go because <laughs> I'm in class from nine to eight, two days nine a.m. to eight p.m. Yeah, ugh, with like a break from eleven to one. Ugh, that's awful. Yeah. and then like I've got three labs on Tuesday, so I'm at school until like four, and then Yuck. Thursday I work early. And then Friday, like, I lift at 6 a.m. and then go to class until 2, and then I work at 3.30 until 9, come home, and then I work at 7 a.m. on Saturday. That sucks. So I'm just, like, I wake up for work. I'm just, like, oh, my God, I want to die. Like, and then I wake up for school, and I'm, like, I don't, why? I, I bit off more than I could chew this semester, but, like, ugh. And I've got Florida in, like, less than two weeks, so, like, I'm just trying to make it to that. It's good for you though that uh, that kind of uh, lifestyle builds character. Yeah. Yeah. I don't miss I don't miss the days when I would uh, you know get up at five thirty to be to work at six, work until two thirty, go home, take a shower, take a cat nap to be mm-hmm. back to work at three thirty or four for another yeah. four or five hour shift. I had a lot of money, but I was also miserable because of it. Well, here's the thing, like, I'm not that miserable when I'm, like, I'm generally a pretty happy person, and, like, you know, like, I'm not moody. Well, I am kind of moody sometimes, but I'm not a miserable person, really, and, like, when I'm at work or whatever at school, like, I'm not miserable by any means. I'm just sitting there, I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, it's just the same thing every single day. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. Get you. I mean, get used to it, man. It's adulthood. Yeah, I set but up I, routines. Tell you. <laughs> I set up like, routines out of necessity in my household because if I didn't have routines for the kids, it's just a mass chaos shitstorm. Yeah, and that's exactly so. it. It's it's not like necessity because like it's not necessity for necessity's sake. It's right. necess. It's uh. I'm sorry. Survi- it's, it's a survival. Routine. Right. It's 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 a it's a uh, uh what's the word I'm looking for here? It's it's a a fail safe almost. It's like okay, this yeah. is my routine because if it's not my routine, nothing's gonna get done. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's funny like us Murthas were blessed 
not we're we're cursed with not wanting to do anything ever. Anything, but, ever. So like when the advice that I got for pharmacy was don't go into it because it is a lot of work unless you really want to do it. And Corey's answer to this person was, well, he doesn't want to do anything, but he has to do something. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So like if I'm trapped at like you know working where I'm not at now part time, you know just hanging out, like I'm not gonna be happy. But like I'm complaining right now about like going forward. Yeah. I feel like it's the uh, the complete revolution of ev- evolution is the idea that well I don't really want to do anything and I shouldn't have to, you know, <laughs> to survive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we well, we we got the I don't want to do anything, but we we didn't get the I shouldn't have to do anything, you know, right? That's that is true. Yes, we're just like we we, we literally gr- want to do nothing, but we force ourselves we to have to grudgingly do stuff to just to, to survive. Yeah, to be where we need to be. But it's weird because we're not lazy. Uh, we're not. I really don't think we're lazy. We just don't want to do anything. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. My girlfriend tells me that all the time. She's like, you're not lazy. You just don't want to do anything. I'm like, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Because well, like we, I, we work like when it, the presentations in front of us, like we'll work. That's not the issue. It's just like, just don't want to do anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like when, when our backs are against the wall and we're like, well, I got, you know, I got to start doing something like we do it very well. It's just yeah. like yeah, we, we bust our asses. It's just we don't want to do it, like, leading up to it until we absolutely have to. Uh-huh. Yep. <clears throat> That's why when people ask me uh, my greatest strength, I say my my debt. Because <laughs> <laughs> it motivates me to actually do something. There you go. <laughs> Did you answer that in an interview by any chance? No, I'm waiting for the right opportunity. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep that in the back of my mind. Uh-huh. For that, for that answer, it's motivating. Because <laughs> otherwise, I would do nothing, and probably be content for. <laughs> oh, I'd be very content. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Anything else? Oh. Yeah. Oh, um. Oh, shoot! I watched a movie I wanted to talk about, but I can't remember what it was. I can't remember what it was. I guess it doesn't only- matter. Yeah, I mean the only new movie I've seen is Secret Life of Pets. Okay, which I like. Anything kids stuff I'll watch, but uh, other than that, I've, oh, me and the wife watched um, the the pilot episode of Game of Thrones. We're gonna try to rewatch the entire series again before Game of Thrones season seven, season seven drops in July. So I don't know if we're gonna get through it, but we'll get close anyway. Apparently, there's a new promo out. I watched it. What do you think? I haven't watched it yet. Oh my god, I can't freaking wait! <laughs> it's just, it's just kind of setting up the power struggle for season seven. Uh, I'm not I'm not even gonna I'm not even we're not gonna do our post episode thing, Dan. Why? Okay, we'll do it, but I'm not no, doing no the theories. theory crafting. That's I'm not fine. Doing I, the theory crafting, I'm done. That's fine. I, I I actually kind of agree with that, and okay. Um, I, I we will recap things and and say what we thought, but yeah, I don't want to get into the the theories. All right. I'm done with that. Yeah. After watching Westworld and like avoiding that entirely, yeah. I appreciate 
appreciate it so much more that I'm sure. just not going to do it with with Game of Thrones. I'm done. I'm done with that. Yeah. Trying to figure out what's going to happen before it happens. It's just crazy. Not just that, but the ones that are right kind of spoil things for you. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, well, someone dick shit lips on Reddit predicted <laughs> that six months ago. It's like, well, good for dick shit lips. Yeah. I just want to enjoy it. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to get right into what we played? Yeah, let's hit it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we'll start with Breath of the Wild. Uh, how much further did you get, Corey? I beat it. Hey. Yeah, I did it. I'm, ha- yeah. I'm happy to hear that. Thank you. Well done. Thank you. Um, Eric Eric texted us at one point this week and said like he was kind of over it. I'm, I'm paraphrasing. That's not exactly what he said, so I don't want to put words in his mouth. Um, but I, I definitely had that same sort of feeling uh, about a week ago, like the last time we, we talked about it. Um, uh-huh. <clears throat> once you stop discovering the like cool, weird shit that happens in Zelda, it's just like, for me anyway, I'm like, well... I've sort of had, you know, 40 hours worth of fun with this game. It's time, time to move on. Um, and once That's I decided, I, yeah, only I'm at 45. Yeah, I'm maybe like it was 30. more. I, I don't know. And I'm I, still I not check. even close. Get, go yeah, ahead, but that's the thing. Like, I think I I think I discovered about 50 shrines, um, about as many Korok seeds, which I know there's 900 something Korok seeds or just 900, uh, which is insane. Um, and, you know, discovered all the areas, did all the towers and everything like that. And it just sort of got to the point where I was like, well, I'm not going to discover anything that's going to blow my mind in this game. Um, I might as well just go through and, and beat it. And I just had the one more Divine Beast to do, the one at the Fire Mountain. And then I went straight to uh, Hyrule Castle. Um, Hyrule Castle is in- interesting. I'm not going to spoil anything, but you can skip as much depending on the kind of abilities and equipment that you have, you can skip as much uh, of Hyrule Castle as you want. So basically, I skipped the whole thing. I just went right to the final boss. I had very little experience with Hyrule Castle, which is unfortunate because from what I understand and reading other people's opinions of it, there's a lot going on there. <coughs> Excuse me. There's a lot to discover. Uh, a lot of good treasure to, to unfurl. Um, but like I said, I was just kind of done with the game at that point that any of that stuff didn't really mean anything to me so i just kind of went right ahead and went to the the last boss which was relatively easy based on some of the other experiences i've had early earlier on in the game uh, i didn't have too much issue with the final boss and then i beat it and i was like ah great i beat it and now i can close that chapter i uh, let my girlfriend's brother borrow the switch and i am returning it on monday to amazon for a full refund so hey good for me right yeah. Um, yeah, I got uh, I had only done one Divine Beast, I think, last week, uh, but I did the bird one and then the desert one this past this past week. I'm still kind of just going with the flow like I explore as I want. I do dungeons as I want. Um, I'm probably probably about 45 or 50 hours in, um, but I'm not uh, I'm not getting the fatigue from it that that you and Eric might be feeling. Yeah, I'm not either. I, I think that just comes down to the type of gamer that we are. Like, I yeah. think Eric and I are a little bit, you know, different in in that respect than than you guys are. I think we sort of just lose interest yeah. uh, a little bit more quickly in, in no. games than you guys do. <laughs> yes, definitely. That's not true. <laughs> it's definitely true. I mean, unless we're talking about Rocket League, then Ugh, you know, right. interest never fades. But I think in general. 
Which I, I, I did say to you guys, I think the first time we talked about Zelda, I said to you guys, I'm like, I'm going to lose interest in this game. So and when I get to that point, like I just need to get through it and finish it. So I had that in mind the whole time. And that's sort of how I built my my playthrough. Don't get me wrong. I still think it's a fantastic game. Uh, but once I had that feeling of, OK, been there, done that, like I was done with it. And I'm like, I just I want to beat it because it's it deserves at least that because it is such a good game. Um but it wasn't as fun as that, like those initial 20 hours when you're just kind of feeling things out and, and discovering new things and new items and new ways of interacting with the environment um, was really a special thing for Zelda. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, part of it, too, is you you get you get stuff that helps it and help, helps your uh, your cause and makes makes things a lot easier, like uh, specifically the. Uh, ability that you get from beating the um the flying divine beast helped me a yes. lot when i was when i was doing the desert one uh you know it yep. helped me sidestep some of the difficulties that you might have encountered there um so i i think there's that you know the, there's not the the necessarily the puzzle solving that you had at the beginning of the game because you didn't have anything you know you were just a puny weakling yep <laughs> excuse me uh, but yeah, I'm still I still still am adoring the game. I I will not collect all the Korok seeds. I can tell you that right now. I'll try to do as many shrines as I can. Um, I've got to figure out how to get myself onto Gerudo Mountain right now. That's my or not Gerudo Mountain, Death Mountain. Is that what's called? Death, yeah, maybe Death Mountain. Where 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 the Gorons are? Uh huh. Um, I've got to got to get myself up there. But yeah, I just beat. Was it today or yesterday? I beat the the desert, the Gerudo desert beast. Yep. Um, haven't had I had the most trouble with the first divine beast. The other two are relatively easy in really? comparison. Yeah. The one with this, the lightning wasn't didn't give you trouble. I forget the no. Right. Like I said, like I said, I used my ability that I got from the flying one to help me a lot with that one. And it was the desert <laughs> one, right? It was the yeah, the yep. boss lightning. Okay. Yeah, pro- probably uh, allowed me to access areas I wasn't necessarily supposed to. Yeah, those those divine beast uh, dungeons, though they were pretty tough. Yeah, I had and trouble I- with the first one, but it was because I couldn't figure out the uh, me- the the map trick. I didn't yeah. know what that did. Where you go or- in and can manipulate the yep. environment by moving things. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah, that the, was difficult. The, the bird one I blazed through. That was like piece of cake. I did that one in probably 10 minutes. It felt and like. that's when I mentioned either last week or the week before, like playing through the game. Sometimes I do the puzzles and I feel like I kind of bullshit my way through them. Um, but that experience that, comes solely from doing the divine beasts. Yeah. And and like you said, you get an ability from, from defeating one of them that makes the rest of the game really uh, a lot easier. A lot easier. Yeah. And that was the thing. Like I was using this ability and I just felt like I was cheating my way through a lot of the puzzles. Cause I'm just too dumb, <laughs> which is fine. You know, it's yeah. like, well, the game gave me this ability. It's not like I'm using actual cheats. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's good timing for mass effect Andromeda and breath of the wild for me. Cause I don't really have anything else to play right now or have anything else that I need to play right now. So I can continue to take my time with these games, which I'm, I'm glad I can, uh, and, and give them their, their full due, uh-huh. which I'm thankful for. Cause I think, I think we talked about it last week, but the next game I'll probably be getting is ukulele. Yeah. Wow. Same with me, which comes out sometime in April 11th. 
but that's it, you know. And then at the end of the month is is Mario Kart, which I'll be getting. But that's not a game I like have to play, you know, because I've already already played a lot of it. That'll be my my go to uh, when I have free time game game or play one with the kids too, you know. There you go. Um, the only other thing I've been playing is uh, my mobile games that I frequent. Star Wars. Star Star Wars I still play every day. Pokemon Go I play every day. Fire Emblem Heroes even I still play every day. I played a little bit more Super Mario Run. Damn. Uh, it, I mean, What's I'm wrong with you. It's not a bad game. Ah, uh, like you're sick. I don't think it's a bad game. You're you sick per- bastard. You pervert. <laughs> I don't think it's worth $10 and I won't pay $10, but I don't I don't think it's okay. a, ba- a bad game. No, you're right, I, and I'm glad you said that. It's not worth ten dollars. <laughs> yeah, I would probably pay like maybe three ninety nine for it tops, uh-huh. yeah. uh, and that wouldn't be out of my own money. That would be the re- Google Rewards, Google Play credit that I get. I wouldn't and I spend my own four dollars on it. I, I I think that was the big criticism when it first came out, and I don't think they've done anything in the meantime to fix that. They've added more free content. Apparently, I don't know like what, more coins and I don't the know. levels that they already have. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know what that means. I just read that because there was an update for the for the iOS version when the Android version came out. And one of the things that they added was more free content. As I said, I don't know what that means because I don't know what was in the game when it launched on iOS. Yeah. So. Yeah. It could be minimal. It could be significant. I would have no idea. Um. <laughs> But Pokemon Go is doing the water event, so I've caught a lot of water-type Pokemon. Fire Emblem Heroes, um, I mostly just log in every day to get my my orbs, and then I see if there's any easy missions I can do to get get more orbs to summon more characters. But Every time I, I like have a minute and I'm like, oh, I did all my Star Wars stuff, I guess I'll check in with Fire Emblem. There's a download, and it's like, oh, wow. Really? Yeah. I mean, granted, I've never... I don't think I've ever like fully downloaded everything that I need to to start the game. <laughs> yeah. So like I turn it on and it's like, oh shit, I got to download something and I'm somewhere where I can't. It's yeah. just it's just the way it seems to work out. Huh. So that's what I've been playing. Corey, you play anything else? Uh, yeah. The the lady and I started playing oh, until okay. dawn. Mm-hmm. I'm excited a, to hear about this. What a great game. Yeah, it's awesome, Honestly, right? I, yeah, what year did that come out? Not last year, but the year before? Or was it last year? Uh, not last year, the year before. Okay, it came out it would, the same the year, year as... Uh, Life is Strange. No, well, maybe. No, the, the other PS4 exclusive. Bloodborne? No, not Bloodborne. The the yeah. one that th- was, was poorly received, and we were wondering why Until Dawn wasn't... Oh, Order or, 1886. Order, yeah, the Order. Okay, yeah. Uh, the Order is awesome. I Did love you play it. The order? I, or not the Order? I'm sorry. <laughs> Until <laughs> Dawn. Yikes. Okay. Uh, Until Dawn is awesome. It's a really well done game, and not just like the gameplay, but like the presentation all along. Um, there's a moment pretty early on where you are. So, if you don't know what Until Dawn is, it's it's the setup is like it's a horror movie essentially that you play through and you play all the different characters in this horror movie kind of setting. And it's like, is, are they in high school? Will or like young twenties? I think somewhere young, in there. I think young twenties. Okay. So like young adolescents, uh, all sexy, you know, all with their own kind of 
fun appeal. Shithead 20-somethings. Yeah, yeah. The setup is very campy. Uh, but in playing it, like, you get, you get, you play the perspective of... I don't know if you play all the different characters throughout the game, but at least through what I've played, you're constantly playing different characters and stuff like that um, and making decisions along the way. But the, the way the presentation works, I think, is... It's fascinating because uh, there is – well, help me out here, but like in between every chapter, there's this guy called the analyst or something like that. Yeah, he's like a, like a therapist sort of. Who's quizzing you and giving you like psychological exams in between each of the sections where you play as the characters. So you're in this – you're doing this uh, – the side sort of it's not even it's the main thing but you're playing all these characters that are experiencing this one like weekend getaway at a cabin and then in between every chapter you're back in this office with this guy who's quizzing your psychological capabilities uh which i have no idea where that's going or what it's about but it's my favorite part of the game it uh don't spoil it well no like well yeah i'll just let you figure it out don't spoil it. I don't. I don't want to know. Um, but my girlfriend loves it. She loves the game. She loves horror movies. Um, <clears throat> she doesn't like playing though, so I play, and she just tells me what decisions to make. Uh, but it's it's been really funny because she'll like get home from work, and I'll already be in bed, and she's like, "I thought we were gonna play the game," and it's like, <laughs> "Oh, music to my ears." Uh huh. Um, how, how far did you get? Uh, whew, I can't even remember the last thing we did. What did we do? We played a little bit last night, but I can't remember. Not that far. Maybe like the third chapter-ish. Okay. How many, I don't know how many chapters there are. I want to say there's nine stands out, but maybe 12. Okay. Uh, nobody's died yet. I know part of the goal of the game is to just kind of keep everyone alive. Uh, there was only one character I tried to kill, but I didn't succeed. <laughs> It, it it is really fascinating. It's kind of like voyeuristic because it's like you're watching these young, sexy male and female characters like interact and all try to have sex with each other. And it's <laughs> it's very it, it is very like slasher horror, you know, '90s kind of movie yeah. uh, setup. And it's all real actors, um, motion captured. Hayden Pan Panet what's her name? Panettiere. 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 Panet. Hayden P is in it, uh, and that one dude who's Mr. Robot, the guy. Oh, uh, R- R- Rami Malek. Yeah, R- yeah. R- R- Rami Malek. Yep, Robbie he Malek. plays the 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 brother of the two girls who die in the first. Not a spoiler to say the first scene of the game. Um, he kind of seems like he'll be the villain, like he wants to kill everybody. I don't know if that's where it's going, but uh, such a great game. Um, yeah, the point I was getting to earlier, like the way the presentation is, like. I was this one guy with this one girl or like boyfriend, girlfriend, and they were just kind of walking uh, to get to one of the cabins that's sort of removed from the main cabin. Uh, and at one point she kind of turned music on on her cell phone and it just fit the the feeling of the, the sequence so well. I was like, this is unbelievable. And even the intro credits. Do you remember the intro credits for the game? Will? Oh, yeah. So well done. Like, mm-hmm. just awesome. Um, it's just a really well designed game, and I honestly feel like if I had played it the year it came out, it would be in in my top five games of of that year for sure. Yeah, That's I think it was much, my number two. Yeah, and and well deserved. Um, it's an awesome game. I I don't know how. I mean, I knew it was good, and I just didn't have the PlayStation to play it. But 
I don't know how like it kind of flew under the radar a little bit as much as it did for me anyway. It was big on Twitch, but other than that, like it didn't get as much recognition as I thought it deserved because like there's so many interesting things in this game that stood out to me. Like there with the ending of the game, like depending on how many people survive, like it kind of tells like a different tale of like you know like everything that happened. Yeah, and just like depending on who survived, there was one character in particular that I want to survive just so they can tell their version like of what what went on. Okay, I like that. Wait, because so can... what's ahead. up? No, go, no ahead. go ahead. I was going to ask, can you give me a hint without giving me a hint, if you know what I mean? Of the character that I think it would be the most interesting? To yeah. Hear? Yeah. Uh sh- I'll just say one character she's closely tied to. And that's, I think it's Mike. Okay. The bro. <laughs> that's a pretty obvious hint, but okay. That's good. That's good enough. That works. Well, there are a lot of characters that are tied with Mike. You just haven't. That is a good point. Okay. Fair enough. So. <laughs> no, I, th- I, I do think it's one of those games that is like a, a generational game, I guess would be the best way to phrase it. Like, Oh, the PS4, like one of the must play is games. One of the must play games for the PS4 is Until Dawn for sure. Did it get a physical release or was it just digital? Physical. Okay. I gave you the disc. Oh, that's right. I'm, play- I'm playing it on the disc. <laughs> You're right. That reminds me. Should I play World of Final Fantasy? Did you play that enough? I played none of that. Oh, man. I'll probably I, play that. I literally just gave you all of the games I thought you might be interested in. Yeah, I'll definitely play that. Yeah, like I like I said, you have until the end of May, early June. So cool, plenty of time. Yeah, play all of the stuff that's there. Yep, no, until dawn's a fantastic game. I'm really excited to to keep playing through it. I love it. Nice. Anything else? <clears throat> no. No. Okay. Uh, feedback, I guess. Right. Yeah. Are we on feedback already? All right. Yeah. I believe so. Hold up. Uh, da, da, da. Okay. The first one is from Alex. It says, hey, guys, recent listener, first time writer. I love the podcast. Found it about two weeks ago while searching for content on Kingdoms of Amalur. Speaking of which, did you play the DLC and enjoy it? I love them. Teeth of Naros boss was more difficult for me than the original game final boss. This is the game that bridged the gap for me into loving 70 plus hour games, which opened the doors to playing The Witcher 3 and the DLC, which were phenomenal and my current favorite game. The last being Fable the Lost Chapters. Also, I'm trying out Dragon Age Inquisition. I was pretty bored until I faced my first dragon. All the characters just expect you to know their history, which bothered me and uh, with Witcher in which 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 Witcher 3 excelled at. That's about it. Congrats to Corey on the new job. Also, another good Michael Shannon movie is Midnight Special. Keep up the good work and entertainment, Alex. Uh, welcome to the show, first of all, Alex. Uh, second of all, Kingdoms of Amalur. I didn't play the DLC. Um, I had, I want to say it was like two years ago now, I had fully intended on revisiting Kingdoms of Amalur. I got it all set up on my computer. I got it. I got all the weird pc version tweaks made that i needed to like uh increasing the field of view that sort of stuff and then i I just 
I pl- ended up playing something else. Uh, but I, that is one game that I do want to go back to, and and I have all the DLC and stuff for because uh, it was it was an excellent game, and the combat was amazing, and uh, definitely underrated game. That's a game that should be on Nintendo Switch. Amalur? Yeah. Who would do it? Who would do it though? Nobody. Nobody. I don't think. This, I, I, th- I think can't Kingdoms of Amalur is a dead property. The city of Rhode is, Island I, would have I, to port it too. <laughs> yeah. Port it to Switch. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, great game. Uh, and I'm glad it led you to The Witcher. The Witcher Three is one of my favorite games. Uh, the Witcher Three was amazing. I know Corey probably didn't like it as much as I did, but uh, and the DLC is something else too. It's good stuff. I still feel like uh, Inquisition is a better game than The Witcher 3. Yeah. I'd have to disagree there, though I did like Inquisition very much. So. Yep. Agree to disagree. We've been Uh, over this. Yeah. Have you seen Midnight Special? I love Midnight Special. Okay. Uh, And I'm glad he brought that up. I didn't realize that that was Michael Shannon uh, in that film. Okay. I saw his email earlier and I actually looked it up. I'm like, Oh my God, it is him. But midnight special is a really good movie for sure. Uh, highly recommended. All right. You should, you should tell Eric. Cause he'll yeah, actually, I, I do want to watch it. Yeah. And, and when I saw his email, I'm like, Oh yeah, I got to make sure Eric watches it because midnight special is a really cool movie. Yeah. And especially with that, that character. So what's it about? It's about this little boy with some like, weird powers that he gets through like a scientific way. I can't really talk about it without spoiling. And also when I saw it, I was a little under the influence. So, Oh, okay. When did it come out? Memory is a little weak. I think it was last year, 2016, maybe 2015. Right. It's it's a newer movie, but really good. Yep. Sounds good. All right. So, uh, Alex is number one for our game giveaway. Yeah. So again, welcome to the show. Welcome, uh, Alex. Next is from Idaho Jake, who says, Hey, guys, first off, congrats to Ryan and Val for getting married and hope they have a great one. I'm getting Destiny 2 for the PS4, and I think I'll splurge and get the limited edition. I've been playing a bit of Elder Scrolls Online and watching hockey on my Xbox thanks to the Snap feature, which I hope they change their mind on getting rid of. Now it's time for Idaho Jake's This Day in Gaming History. March 30th, 1996, Resident Evil was released on PlayStation in the United States. Wow. Thanks, guys, and carry on. Resident Evil. Good stuff. That's, in, uh, that's insane. 1996? Yeah. 1996. 21 years ago. That makes me feel old. Yeah. I mean, I mean, me and Graham played that a ton on his brother's PlayStation. You know what's weird? It was scary as hell. People that were born around 9-11 are driving now. That's crazy. I don't want to feel any older than I already feel. <laughs> yeah, you're turning 30, Corey. You want you want to keep throwing these facts out? It doesn't bother me. Like, yeah. <clears throat> I've sort of come to grips with that. Like, two years ago when I was, like, 27, 28, um, that was when I started to feel old. Like, 29 to 30 is like, well, I'm already old. I'm just getting a little bit older. It doesn't really yeah. bother me. It was funny. I got my hair cut this week, and my barber was like, oh, man, 30 was awful for me. Like, yeah. I guess all he, he his he was married at the time. His wife, like, threw a 30th birthday party for him and everybody, like, wore black and, like, treated it as if it was, <laughs> like, a mourning period. And I'm like, that sounds awful. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm going to get 
tanked this weekend for my birthday and enjoy it. And, you know, I'll be the same person on Monday. I don't know. <laughs> it's not, it doesn't really bother me. Yeah, it never bothered me. I've enjoyed my 30s so far. You know, I think it's it's a good balance of wisdom and you still have, uh, you know, your your physical stuff down. You know, your body doesn't quite start breaking down just yet. Yeah. So it's a, it's a good mix of those two things uh, from, from my experience so far. And also uh, most people like in their 30s, they like start to have their shit together. Yeah. Which... I didn't really feel until, I, you know, I'm, I got the yeah. new job and everything like, and I remember thinking like, okay, I'm 29. I'm getting old. I got to get my shit together. <laughs> and I sort of pulled it together in the last, <laughs> in the last month. Of and the, the mid- mid- midnight hour. <laughs> exactly. Uh, burning the midnight oil, getting my shit together. But I don't know. I, I feel like I'm in a pretty good place right now. And yeah, you know, when you're in your twenties, um, <clears throat> especially in, in like my teen years, like I just remember being uh, lacking confidence and being insecure and stuff like that. And you sort of start to grow out of that when you're in your 20s. And then by the time you're in your 30s, like you're kind of set in your ways and you don't really think about that stuff as much yeah. or at all. Really, I don't anymore. So like yeah. 30s are a good time. You know, you're like you I'm, said, Dan, you're not you're not dying yet. Yeah. Uh, and you're like comfortable. Hopefully. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, I mean, I kind of had that when I was a teenager, but you, you get that more so. You don't you don't really give a shit what anyone else does or thinks or, you know, you just kind of kind of do your own thing for the most part. Obviously, there's exceptions, but yeah, it's a good place. The 30s. Yep. And I've heard that, you know, nowadays 40s are, are like that, too. So, right. Exactly. And uh, nowadays, you know, I do honestly, maybe it's just because I'm getting older, but I feel like people in their 40s are just as cool as people in their 30s. Sure. Once you hit 50, then you're kind of old and weird. (laughs) Right. Then, then, yeah, that's borderline. Yeah. Okay. So that was from Jake, who is number two on our giveaway list. Uh, And then the last one is from Tito, who says... The movie idea you had of cloning yourself uh, so your clones deal with your shit has already been made. It's called Multiplicity. You remember Multiplicity? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a good Great one. Movie. Starring Michael Keaton in the 90s, and it's pretty funny. He makes a few more clones, and the more he makes, the stupider they are resulting. The stupider the resulting clone is. Don't know if the film holds up now, but back then I enjoyed it. <clears throat> got back into playing horizon after spending some time with zelda man do i love this game story in horizon is really good and i really enjoy the combat of the four of you guys i can see dan and will really loving this game especially dan season four of rocket league has started and i got ranked into platinum two i've been playing the drop shot mode and it's really fun my goal is to hit diamond before the season ends last thing destiny 2 has been confirmed for, C- for pc this is a real dilemma for me because i know so many people on ps4 for the first destiny but I really love to have it for PC. However, I won't have the same number of friends to play with. That's from Tito. Multiplicity. I remember Multiplicity. Oh um, yeah, Michael Keaton. Yeah. Um. Man, it's been a long time since I've seen that movie, though. Uh huh. Like, well, like we were just talking about, you know, that came out in the '90s. We grew up in the '90s. That doesn't seem like that long ago, but no, it was probably about 25 years ago. Yuck. Yeah. Yuck. So. You know, we were also I was talking about it uh, with a financial planner um, Mm -hmm. the other day and uh, how weird it is like people now like plan to retire in their like 60s. And that's based on having enough money to live until like their mid 80s. 
Uh, but now people are living into like their mid nineties and they're finding yeah. like, Oh shit, I ran out of money. I don't have any money. Yeah. And that's like <clears throat> the financial planner I was talking with. He's like, yeah, like I, I tell people when they're planning for retirement to plan on that and they think I'm crazy, but like that's becoming the norm is people living yeah. that long. Yep. <clears throat> it's just bizarre. Yeah. Uh, horizon zero dawn, uh, at some point this year before the, uh 2017 thummies episode i will play horizon zero dawn i will borrow it from will and even if i have to spend like a weekend binging it i will i will play horizon zero dawn before because i think you're right i think i would absolutely love it i love the open world games i love the premise for it uh it looks very very nice graphically so definitely definitely gonna be playing it yep i'm right behind you i've got it on will's uh ps4 uh it's just a matter of getting through mass effect and then i don't know if anything's coming out in the meantime that would draw me away from horizon but that's that's next on my list yeah i don't think so i like i said i think it's a fairly light release month uh april i once we get into may i'm not sure i've kind of kind of lost track of of game releases but i want to say may is kind of late too so that's good well <laughs> what's up anything coming out uh, I was actually just getting ready to check. Video game releases 2017. Wikipedia. Uh, what are we looking at, May? May, yeah. What's coming Anything out, in the next couple of months. Well, all right. So you got Bulletstorm. I don't know if anybody cares. Ukulele. Oh, I thought uh, Ukulele was April. That's April, yeah. I'm reading uh, next couple of oh, weeks. Okay. Outlast gotcha. 2. Sure. I'll get that at some point. Warhammer, Mario Kart. Uh, and then May, we got Prey. Oh. Injustice no. 2, which, no. no. Fire Emblem Echoes. No. Mm, Disgaea 5 complete. I'm getting that, definitely. Really? That's going to be. Really? Yeah, that's coming out on the Switch. Switch, yeah. yeah. It's a perfect game for that. Yeah, true. You've never played Disgaea. No, I know, but I'm definitely getting Disgaea 5. The reason right. why the reason why these those games aren't as good for my computer is because when I sit down at my computer, I want to play games like Mass Effect. That's where I want to play the triple A's and stuff. When I'm like sitting around, you know, if I have a few minutes in between food or whatever with the kids, that's when I have the switch. So that's a perfect game to have this guy on because I've been able to put 50 hours into Legend of Zelda without like taking away from my PC time at night, you know, really. Yeah. A little bit I did, but so that's the perfect type of game for that. Oh, Persona Five. Persona five, yeah. That's one I'm hoping comes to another platform. That's coming Tuesday. Maybe the Switch. Since they had a three DS uh game. Huh. Wow. Oh Rocket League, Corey, season four. Wait, we're in the new season? Yeah, I get I yeah. I, I haven't played since Zelda came out, so okay. I'm kind of behind. Uh, I know I was I was going strong and playing pretty much every day, and Eric and I were back playing again here and there, and uh, we were back in the swing of things. But uh, yeah, ever since Zelda, I just haven't I haven't even sat at my computer. Honestly, this is the first time I've turned my computer on in like two weeks is for uh-huh. this podcast. So, but yeah, eventually I'll get back in, <laughs> into Rocket League. Nice. Destiny two. Confirmed for a PC. We kind of expected yeah. that. Yeah. But it's nice to see it on paper. I'm still surprised that they haven't put the first one out on PC. 
I mean, we don't know what their their whatever deal was if they structured some sort of deal or or what. But yeah, yeah. I'm with you. It's surprising. Yeah, I mean, it's fine, but I would have liked to have revisited it before Destiny Two comes out. Um, I don't know if I would care. Like, if they said today, like, oh, Destiny's Destiny One is coming out, you know, in April, and then they're like, oh, but Destiny Two is coming out in October, I'd be like. <laughs> Fuck Destiny 1, you know? It's September, so it's even yeah. sooner. There There's you go. less time to play it. Yeah. Maybe the Deluxe Edition will be bundled with Destiny 1. I probably wouldn't even replay the first one, like Corey said. No. We've talked about it enough, and I've heard... I've absorbed enough about that game through Osmosis that I just don't really care. I would yeah. still love to play it, but if the second one's coming out, I'll just start there. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and I, I understand your dilemma too, Tito. It's 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 hard because amongst you know our podcast, like I'm sure Eric would rather have it on PS4. Will probably would rather have it on PS4. Yeah, um, I honestly don't enjoy gaming at a computer anymore. Well, you need to get a nice chair. That's part I do, of it. I do. That makes things a lot easier. I'm just so broke. Yeah, I hear you. Will have you yeah. ever considered web development? considered a lot <laughs> considered stealing even yeah uh, that's a method becoming, <laughs> like, be, becoming a criminal yeah <laughs> something <clears throat> that's it for feedback so that's tito at number three so we can do the uh the giveaway now oh shoot no, random number picker Uh, I'm trying to ask. Tito won last week, and he's in the chat, so I'm trying to see if he's picking one. Oh, okay, he did. All right. <laughs> he picked fear. <laughs> fear. All right. Is that so the I one I move? Is that the one that I had? That was my game. No, you had Outlast. That was your Outlast. Game. Okay. So we got to make sure Tito gets fear. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm good at forgetting to do these things, so don't don't be bashful in sending me a reminder. Yeah. Uh, random number generator, one through three. Dan, remind us who's one through three again. One is Alex, two is Jake, three is Tito. And the winner is number two. Number two, Jake. Jake. Congratulations to Jake, who is getting to pick game one through 198. And the first game up is number 142. I feel like that comes up every time. Uh, <clears throat> 142 is Sanctum, the Sanctum Collection. Yeah, that came up before pretty sure it did i think so all right sanctum collection second game up is number 168 which is trying to complete story mm-hmm. uh great game will oh yeah trying's uh-huh. amazing yep 148 scribble knots unlimited mm-hmm. is that for p that must be for pc yeah all right that's a good game that is a good game uh, if you have not played Scribble Knots, highly recommended. Yeah. <coughs> For uh, fourth game is number ninety-four, which is Fairy Broom. Sorry, Fairy <laughs> Fairy. Br- I can't say it. Fairy Bloom Freesia. What? Yep, that's what it's called. Okay, that's a Fairy- winner. Fairy Bloom Freesia. And the last one is number 20, which, hang on. 
Let me get there. Number 20 is Action Hank. Hmm. Action Hank. Why? Very, I feel, very I Bloom feel, Frieza. I feel like Action <laughs> Hank was in the news recently for something. Uh, is the developer making a new game or something? I feel... I just feel like that's popped. Maybe we had it as a giveaway, another giveaway game. I think it might have been selected prior. Okay. Priorly. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. So, uh, Jake, Jake, right? Jake was the winner? Yep. Jake, your options are Action Hank, Fairy Bloom Freesia, Scribble Knots Unlimited, Trying to, and the Sanctum Collection. So let us know what what your uh, what your your poison is. Very nice. Okay. So next week we're gonna have to come up with some evergreen content since there's not really any new games coming out. We are. What letter are we on? D. We did A B C. D. Yeah, maybe. I would have I, to go back. I would have to go back through and look. We, yeah, we could probably do. D- uh, a letter one. I like doing the letter ones because we just kind of pick whatever we want to talk about that starts yeah. with that letter and it's fun. Yeah. And we get to talk about things that we wouldn't probably ever talk about on the podcast. So exactly. That's also, that's also a nice thing. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, before, before we go again, I am working on the audio issues. I'm hoping this recording came out better than the past couple of weeks. Uh, it seems like it was going to, but I thought the same thing the past couple of weeks but when you go back and listen to it and it's already recorded not much um, you can do at that point not a lot you can do at that point right so uh, hopefully this week is better and hopefully we have a permanent solution for our our audio issues Um, but if not i will continue to work on them and hopefully i get some time during the week and not have to try to tinker with it on podcast night Um, but you know a lot of stuff going on so Yep. All right. Any other thoughts, questions, etc.? No? No. All right. That'll do it for episode 297 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. I'm your host, Dan. Well, sorry. <laughs> it's all right. Corey. Thanks for listening and get out of my basement. One, two, three.